Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome aboard Football Friday with your boy Big Sills. Pull up a chair. Put us on your television set. Put us on your phone anywhere you want. If you want to sit back and listen, we are packed today. It is a fan-friendly day. We have Philly 500 at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk to our boy and get his thoughts on what he thinks of this Eagle team going into the second exhibition game versus the Cleveland Browns. That'll be on Sunday. Their second Organized practice with the Browns today. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, please hit the like button, but let me start it out by saying this to you. The Eagles need a running back. And I've been saying this since day one. They need a running back. They need a reliable running back. They need a multifaceted running back. They need somebody who can catch passes. And the current group they have is not good enough. And I don't want to hear anything about Gainwells and Bostons. Those guys are dudes. They're not good enough. Those are practice squad guys. Stop with this notion that these guys are good. They're not good. They're decent. Okay? They're decent. Okay? This is, again, a scenario, right? Xander just said it. This is the first thing I said. If you want to have this offense go where you want it to go, you need an effective back to take some of the heat off of Jalen Hurts. Listen, guys, this is not about Jalen Hurts right here. This is about helping Jalen Hurts. Why do you think when you look at those empty calories in Dallas – And you look at Dak Prescott's numbers and you go like this to him. I don't know, man. They surely have a lot of offense in dead time. Because Zeke Elliott's not the same dude. The Dallas Cowboys, number one in offense. I Really? I could pick five or six different offenses that I would take over the Cowboys offense. This Eagle team needs a running back, an effective running back. Hey, look, finding Brian Westbrook's in the world, I get it. It's almost like as hard as finding a franchise quarterback. But you need to get a different dude back there. This Miles Sanders, guys, hey, and by the way, this is not an indictment on his character or anything. So please do me a favor. When I say this stuff, this is how front office people talk. That guy's not good enough, and nor is he healthy enough for me. I'm not building my running game around that guy and have my quarterback be the centerpiece again. Again? Stop with the Gainwells and the Bostons. I don't care about those guys. Hey, I'll tell you this, that 17 team, you had some horses, didn't you, run the ball? You had some horses running the ball, didn't you? 
wasn't just Carson Wentz, a 6'5 quarterback, but you had some horses. Hey, tell the truth. LeGarrette Blunt in the red zone was as good a red zone back as you've ever seen. That guy was a touchdown machine. You ain't stopping that guy when it comes to red zone touchdowns. You imagine if you had a legitimate back in the backfield and A.J. Brown in the red zone, who are you going to defend? That guy's going to go up and get every single jump ball, A.J. Brown. And you got to worry about that, so you got to double that dude. Then you turn around, and you're like, well, what about the back, though, LeGarrette Blunt? LeGarrette Blunt ran dudes over. I covered him in Tampa. When they put that guy on the – you remember what his problem and his issue was? He knocked the guy out from Boise State when he was at Oregon, and they thought there was a character issue. Tony Dungy step, stepped up for him. They put him on the Buccaneers. I think in like eight games he had 1,000 yards, and I went, that guy is a good football player. Shit, man, he made a career in New England. Then he goes to Philly and gets himself another chip. That guy, you gave him the ball, it was positive yards. I'm sick and tired of Miles Sanders. F, you're fired. No good, dude. Reliability, durability is also part of the equation when you're evaluating a football team. And how do you build your offensive attack when you're not sure if that guy's in and out of the lineup? Hey, and I'm sick and tired of these Penn State running backs. Between Saquon Barkley, this guy, who was the guy that won the Heisman Trophy too? These guys in the last 20-some-odd years, these Penn State backs, have been turds. They're never healthy. Saquon Barkley, great talent. Hey, I'm sick of hearing that. Dude, you can't make the club in the tub. People keep telling me how great Saquon Barkley is. Well, I can't remember the last time I seen him. I mean, seriously, dude. Hey, hey, Jones, there's going to be some backs out there that are going to be waived in the next two weeks. You're not getting Hunt now. Because of the suspension, you had a chance. Look how fast that door closed on Kareem Hunt for the Eagles. You ain't getting rid of that guy. Do you know that that Cleveland Brown team was going to look like the Browns team of 2021? They're going to run the ball 38 times until Deshaun Watson gets on the field in week 11. That's how they're going to go out and try to win ball games. They're effectively going to be like last year's team. The quarterback wasn't helping them at Baker Mayfield, so they're going to run the pill, and they're going to need two backs. Kareem Hunt's value on that Browns team skyrocketed when that decision came down on Deshaun Watson. There is no way they're moving that guy. Zero. Okay? Zero. Absolutely nothing would make the Browns move that guy now. So now what you're going to get is people's leftovers. And you may get lucky. Remember that whole situation that happened with LeGarrette Blunt? He hated everything that was going on in Pittsburgh, and somehow he magically lands in Philly. That could happen again. 
because some quality backs are going to be out there. But I'm sick of doing this. Yeah, Miles Sanders, man, he's a thousand yard back. He's got the, who gives a shit any longer? This guy's not available. I'm done with this. I'm done with that conversation. Jimmy G lost a job and he had a hell of a record in San Francisco because of the lack of durability. You can lose your job because you're not available. This guy's not available. And watch this. It's not so much that I'm on his ass about a hamstring injury now. I'm on his ass because it's one thing after another. After a while, you just get sick and tired of the stuff. And it becomes frustrating to build something. Just stop. Time to move on. Do you put Andre Dillard and Rager in a deal and offer it to the Browns? And you get a pick back for Kareem Hunt? I don't know. I don't want to give up Andre Dillard because you know why? What if something happens to Malata? Who's your starting left tackle? Depth is going to be an issue this year for every team, not just the Philadelphia Eagles. You know why Howie doesn't want to get rid of Andre Dillard? He has a great safety belt. One of those tackles goes down. You have versatility in your backups. Andre Dillard may be one of the best backup offensive linemen in the league. Hey, watch this. Is he a starting frontline guy? Some places, I guarantee you, New York Giants he is. That's why Howie's not getting rid of him. His value's up. Some would go like this. Well, Andre Dillard really is not doing anything in Philadelphia. Well, hey, let me just stop the press here on this. You're not making the starting five in Philly, and you're a backup offensive lineman? I'm going to take a look at anybody Philadelphia cuts off the old line because making that group? Hey, dude. That's a pretty tall order to try to make that starting five in Philly. Would you not agree? That starting five in Philly, and you're a backup offensive lineman? From the Giants or anybody, Eagles cut someone. I'm the first guy in line on the waiver wire for anybody Philly dumps in the O-line. Okay, anybody. Anybody they cut, I'm bringing them in to take a look at them. He may suck. I'm bringing them in. You're coached by Jeff Stoutland, and you couldn't make the starting five in Philly. (laughs) Bro, it's the best line in football. There's no shame in that. Andre Dillard, watch this. Andre Dillard can't make the starting five in Philly. Well, Nicobe Dean may end up running into that this year with the starting linebackers. That's a good thing. So when you're all down on Andre Dillard, how we don't want to get rid of him. Absolutely not. I, I Hey, I don't believe Melvin Gordon... And the Broncos. Now, the Broncos, it's a good call, Steve. Steven, I would say this to you. Melvin Gordon was out there in the free agent market, and he had to run back and hightail it back to Denver. But because they ended up getting Russell Wilson, I'm not, I'm not in any way comparing him to Marshawn Lynch. But they needed an effective running game for Russell Wilson to be a successful player like they had. Hey, one of the reasons that Russell Wilson has not really been all that successful in the postseason 
since Marshawn Lynch left that building is because just of that. Okay, their running attack with Mark, with Rashad Penny and them other dudes, Carson, those guys were giving them nothing. Marshawn Lynch, that offense ran through him. It didn't run through Russell Wilson. They had an effective running attack, and they played lights out defense with Cam Chancellor and Sherman and them guys. All starts with a running game, and you have to have that beast mode dude. Melvin... Hey, Jones, I, I covered him. I covered him in San Diego when he was with the Chargers and they were still in San Diego. I never thought shit of him. I never did. I never. I thought he was okay. I wouldn't give up Andre Dillard for that guy, I'll tell you that. Absolutely not. Dillard is way more valuable to me than Melvin Gordon will ever be. Daryl says you're absolutely right. Was it the last guy, the Jets, Mike Rozier out of Penn? I think Mike Rozier's a Nebraska guy. I think Rozier won. I think Rozier, because I played against him. Mike Rozier's, a, I think he's a Nebraska guy. I can't think that what? Franco Harris? Lydell Mitchell? When's the last Penn State running back? He went, wow. Miles ain't it, man. Time to move the hell on. Let's get this. Hey, and know this. Nothing personal. Strictly business. It's, 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 it's over with. I'm, I'm, I'm done with a conversation where I have to have this. Is he healthy? I don't want to start. Hey, what? look. When we talk about Jalen, hey, moving around in the pocket, throwing passes. Okay. That's great. When I talk about Miles Sanders, the first thing out of my mouth is, is he healthy? That sucks. That, that is strike two to me. I don't want, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, what's his durability factor? Watch this. Miles Sanders, seven talent. Miles Sanders running the ball. I think he's got vision issues at times, but he's effective. Durability, zero. Time to move on. It's the big leagues now. Try to win a Super Bowl here. This guy's telling me and everyone, everybody that comes on this program tells me how good Sanders is. When? And and, and you know what, too? You're going to need a guy and a running back to beat Dallas. If you don't have an effective running back, Jalen Hurts is not going to carry the football team to these games that he has to win. Bro, all these... Tom Brady needs a running back. Why do you think they went out and got uh, Leonard Fournette? Brady's always had a back. Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Jones. If you don't have somebody back there that at least gives that defense... A play-action threat. Why would I, in a million years, be threatened by Jalen Hurts' arm? And again, I'm not going and I'm not throwing shade on Jalen. It's just preparation. I don't fear their running backs. That's one less component. If I'm a D coordinator or defensive player, I have to worry about. I don't give a shit about their running backs that they have behind Miles Sanders. When Sanders is in there, he is good. But when he's not in there, these other guys 
They're tomato cans. Sills. Boston's good. Gainwell. Oh, Jesus. There's a million guys on the street like those guys. It's just facts, man. You guys may love the dudes because they're, they're eagle guys, and I understand that. Okay, and I want you to keep your passion with your guys on your 53. I do. But I'm here to tell you, there's 100 guys like that. There's guys like that that played in the USFL. I mean, look at the back that, hey, help me up. Somebody tell me, who was the back that took over for Derrick Henry in Tennessee? Was that Devontae Freeman? Was that Devontae Freeman that um, took over? I forget. Who was the guy that took over for Derrick Henry? They didn't miss a beat. Boston is good. Really? Really? Sure. He's good. Whatever. Trade Miles Sanders for Colonel Sanders. Thank you very much, Vape. Appreciate it. You're damn right, tomato cans, Eddie. They're dudes. They're just dudes. Yeah, oh, oh, Foreman, the kid from Texas, right? The kid Foreman from Texas was the guy that took over. They never missed the beat. Adrian Peterson's out of gas. And so is Frank Gore, for that matter. You ain't getting Kareem Hunt now. Absolutely not. You're not getting him. So, time to move the hell on here. Give me a break, man. All right. So, believe it or not, Xander's probably going to be stunned when I say this. So, this morning, you know, I got up and, you know, I decided to click on Birds 365. I think it was Birds 365. And I'm not sure who the dude was that was there but he's been covering the Eagles throughout the entire training camp. And he was on this morning. And I was listening to him. The Philadelphia Eagles are gambling the season. They're gambling the season. Why do you think I came to that hypothesis that they're gambling the season? By the way, I'm going to stick more to my two and four start after hearing that man and Xander, maybe you can hook me up who it was that was on with birds 365 early on that was there at the practice on Thursday, Ed Kratz, you know what Ed Kratz said? They ain't practicing running the ball the entire training camp. They have not practiced running and the running game at all. So the Eagles are going to come out throwing. They're going to do the worst thing they did last year. And they're going to try to jam a square peg in a round hole. This is a gamble. You're not that good yet there. Why in the world would you start your football season out doing something that you're only doing in practice? 
where you were so effective last year in running the ball and winning games. You're getting away from that. I am more convinced of a two and four start than I have ever been. Hey, it's one thing to throw footballs around and organize practices and in exhibition games. It's another thing when you've got to go win games passing the ball. They haven't at all practiced the running game. Xander goes like this, playing cupcakes. You think the Vikings are cupcakes? I don't think that Cardinal team's going to be a cupcake. And the Dallas Cowboys turned you into a turnover cupcake. Every time they stepped on the field with you, they destroyed the Eagles. But you're going to start the season out like you did last year. Look at what they're doing. They did Sometimes history repeats itself, and you just shake your head at it. I mean, you really believe that you've improved your passing game enough where you don't even run the ball and even effectively work on your run game. You see what they think? That's an arrogance thing. That they think they're going to flip a switch and they're going to be number one again. You know what teams are going to be? This is the NFL, my friends. They're game planning that. They're game planning that. So you're going to go into that Detroit game doing this. Well, let's see if our new toy works. Instead of doing something you know you're great at. Like I told you before, it's like George Foreman going out there going, well, I'm not going to throw any haymakers any longer. I'm just going to be a jabber. Not that George wasn't a great jabber. He was. One of the greatest and most powerful jabs of all time. Eagles don't have that jab. They're more like Floyd Mayweather. Joseph says, I don't believe we haven't been practiced. According to Ed Kratz, they haven't at all. What are you calling Ed Kratz a liar? I heard him say it. Okay? I, you're missing my point, Xander. I'm not saying you don't work on your pass game, but you don't effectively work on your running attack at all to keep it going and work on it as much as you possibly can. Ed Kratz said this morning on Birds 365, he believes the Eagles are going to start the season throwing the ball. Quote. Two and four. Two and four. Remember I said it. You guys can hold me to it. Let's see if I eat crow. Xander goes, do you think our line all of a sudden is going to stink? No. I think defensive coordinators around the National Football League are going to do everything in their power to game plan that. Why do you think certain quarterbacks in their second year struggle? Why? Why do you think certain quarterbacks struggle in their second year? Well, because there's film on them. There's a philosophy. And by the way, it's not just film on Jalen. It's film on Shane Steichen. Because he took over when they started winning. Everything that they did successful last year will be game planned against this year. And Jalen is going to have to win games now, the beginning of the season, before you get to the bye week, throwing the ball. They're not going to run it. And all of a sudden, 
guys like Xander and all the rest of the people think you're just going to go like this. Light switch. Here. Here's the eagle light switch. That's the running game. You may do that shit in college. See NFL. Did not and have not worked under a run game at all. They're going to throw the ball. Quote Ed Kratz. They're going to run it. Or they're going to pass it. They're going to throw the ball 35 times a game. You guys are going to get your... You're going to get your wish right away. We're going to know immediately. And let me tell you something. You better hope it's effective. Because if they have to resort back to the second half of the season, the Jalen Hurts experiment's over. Jalen Hurts, you will know if he's going to be your starting quarterback by week seven. Because if you are two and four, it's over. I thought this was going to be a little bit more of a maturation and a slower process. Oh, no. When I heard Ed Kratz say that this morning, they're not effectively working on anything in the run game. Screens. Nothing. Zero, he said. Now, that could be because Miles Sanders and the bag of vittles that they have in backs back there. They're going to throw the ball. And you're going to find out right away. Every single defensive coordinator knows this now. They're going to game plan. They're going to jam. There's not a team in the NFL that believes Jalen Hurts can beat them throwing the ball. Why would they? You're going to have to, you see, like me, you're going to have to prove that to me. That you can be effective. And you can be a passing quarterback. Until that time, I'm jamming the run on you. They're going to lose first and second down because they're not running the ball. And they're going to constantly be in third and seven. Watch. Remember I said this to you. They're going to throw the ball 35 times in the first part of the season. And I'm going to show you on third down after the Lions game. I think they win that Lions game. But I'm going to show you how many times a day. I'm going to keep a stat how many times they're in third long. Third long is third and six or more. And by the way, the other guy on the other side, Jonathan Gannon, you better make sure Jonathan Gannon has a defense lined up to stop the run. Because last year on first and second down, they were annihilated. Okay? You're not practicing the run game. You're going to throw the ball 35 times out of the shoot. Okay? They're going to do exactly what they did last year in the first four games. Ed Kratz said that this morning on Birds 365. He goes, they have not effectively practiced the run game at all. All right, it's advertised. Man, my boy, go back and forth, man. We have difference of opinions, and I love that fact. Him and yes. LB, and here's my boy, Philly 500. I started my show out by saying this, Philly. It's time for the Philadelphia Eagles to move on from Miles Sanders and get themselves a running back. Hey, hey, 
I don't know what it is with these paper mache Penn State backs, but <laughs> I mean, I, I got to tell you, dude, it's time. It's time to get a new back back there. That 17 team, Philly. I mean, LeGarrette Blunt was a red zone machine. That's and right. when you're looking at Miles Sanders, he's just not durable or reliable. What says you? I mean, listen, I, I, I've i been a big Miles supporter, but uh, I, I'm kind of frustrated with all these injuries. Once again, we're in preseason. He plays one preseason game, one series, and he's hurt. Now he can't practice. So I'm with you. I, I think the, the trip to Cleveland, the mission isn't practice or it isn't preseason. It's Kareem Hunt. It's go after, talk to the Browns organization, figure out what you need to do, and trade for Kareem Hunt. That's the mission to me. Because I, I agree with you. I think they need another running back. How, it, see, and after the decision came down, Philly, for Deshaun to have 11 games, to me, I think Kareem's Hunt in that building went up because they're going to run the ball. And they're going to need two backs back there. And somebody suggested to me, <clears throat> Why don't you call up Andrew Barry because the relationship how he has with Barry, um, offer him Andre Dillard and Rager, and you get a pick and you get Kareem Hunt back. I mean, to me though, Dillard, boy, I tell you, man, if Mulatto or Lane go down, he's yeah. got to be one of the best substitute teachers in the league, and I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> what kind does that package? Would that entice you if you were Cleveland? It might, it might if I'm Cleveland, but I don't know if I would get rid of Dillard either. Not, not for a running back. I think, I think you can find a running back cheaper than that. But you know, Kareem Hunt, it, he don't want to play. They're not paying him. He's not even doing. He's not even working out with them. So if 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 they're at an impasse and he's not going to play, then maybe you could get. You know, I'd be willing to trade like Rager in a pick, something like that for him. But I think you need another running back, especially. Like, if you watched that last game, right, you watched at one point it was a, a third and goal, and, and Minshew was in, and they tried to run like a half yard. They couldn't get in. You need a power back down there. You need a goal line guy. You need a guy a little more physical. So I think I think you need, you're right. I think they need a running back. I do. They need – because if they want to if, – if they want this passing game to grow, Jalen's passing stats have to grow, not his running stats. I mean, right. I, they, they can't rely on him. Like, to me, Philly, what they did last year with Garoppolo, I mean, San Francisco is one of the top rushing attacks in the National Football League, but it wasn't because of their quarterback. It was because of jet sweeps. It was because of creativity in the offensive play calling by Kyle Shanahan. They, and plus, they have durable and reliable backs in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I can't even name them. But every week, right. they got a 100-yard back there. I mean – yeah, they, that's, what, what, that's the Shanahan's, right? What's your take on Gainwell in Boston? I, listen, like, a lot of people are, are high. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are high on, on Kenneth Gainwell, but I have to see it on the field first. I, I, I think he showed that he could be he could be a contributor. There's nothing about him saying, here's your number one back. This is a guy that we're going to rely on. Um, I would still put Miles above there because Miles, at least when he plays, he has the ability to break off an 80 yarder at any time, but you can't rely on him. I I I agree. I, I think you need another running back. I, I think that's a big question mark for this team right now. Here, let me let me say something else that I learned from Ed Kratz this morning. I was talking about it before I brought you on. 
Ed Kratz goes like this, that the Philadelphia Eagles so far in training camp have not had any focus or any work in the run game at all. Zero. He goes, I barely see it. I never really see it. And he believes that they're going to do what they did at the beginning of last year by coming out, throwing the ball. So you're going to go away from something that you did in a regular season with massive success. And you're going to start the season that you ended up having to change your entire direction. And because you added AJ Brown, Philly and Jalen's in the second year, you truly think you're going to be a top 10 passing attack. Boy, I don't know. I I I want to see this, but I'll tell you this. I, in some way, and this may be crazy, I don't mind if they come out passing the ball because I have to know if this guy's my quarterback or not. And I, I can't just say, all right, let him be a 15 games. This would, to me, the whole season's about Jalen Hurts and whether do I have a franchise quarterback. So to me, I want to come out, I'm going to put him every opportunity to go out there and make the plays. And if, and look, if we get five, six weeks in and we have to revert back to what we did last year, then he's not the guy. Then he's not the guy. So to me, I want to know if he's the guy. I don't want any excuses. I don't want anything. So on on in that aspect, I don't mind they come out throwing. But you have to still have some sort of balance, right? You have to have some sort of balance. Which they and had maybe, zero last year. What they had, they didn't have any. But I mean, maybe they can't practice running the ball because they don't hit. They practice 58 minutes. They, they barely do anything. And then Miles Sanders gets hurt on one series. Of of a real game, so maybe maybe they don't have the horses to practice running back. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I mean, I think, in, in all honesty, I think they probably they probably practice. They probably know they can run the ball with that offensive line. I I just I just think they need another running back. I I definitely do. Philly, let me let me hit this here too. You said earlier teams will come out and defend what made us successful last year, but at the same time. You're upset we're going to change it up. You have to understand something. This is why, and 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 what I was talking to you about them starting, and I I, I don't believe that they'll be successful out of the gate, but because mm-hmm. their schedule is the way it is, they're going to be able to still win the East. But if you think you're going to come out and throw the ball 38 times and you're going to get away from what made you the number one rushing attack in the NFL and you were 27th and you think A.J. Brown and the addition of him, is going to turn this team into a top ten passing team. You're out of your tree. So You're well, out of your well then, tree. then we know we need a quarterback. Then, then I know, I know, I need, I need my quarterback. I don't have to pay this guy forty yeah, million dollars. Yeah, but I can get Philly to a Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, but that's Colin Kaepernick. That's not. No, well, I think he hurts. plays the same style. I think him and Jalen. I think I think Kaepernick style. had a much bigger arm. Than, than, than Jalen Hurts. I think Kaepernick had a much bigger arm. And here's the other thing, you know, I'll, I'll say, I mean, if if we're talking about, like, how many throws do I give Jalen Hurts a week? What, 20, 25 passes, no more than that? So am I kind of wasting the talent I have? I have this A.J. Brown, I have Devontae Smith, I have Dallas Goddard. I mean, that's a scary offense. That's a scary offense. And I'm not going to even use them enough because I'm going to run the ball. I, I, I mean, I agree with you. They got to run the ball. I don't. I'm not saying I think they should throw 70 percent of the time, but I, I, I definitely think we have to. We have to let this guy go out 
and throw the ball because if we don't, then then we I want to know if he's the guy or not. I I want to know. I think it's harder to win with a guy like Kaepernick every year, a guy, a game manager Agreed. than than a franchise quarterback. I completely you know? agree. And guys like Mahomes and some of these other guys, you get down in the you get down in the scoreboard, you can throw yourself out of trouble. Colin Kaepernick, right. and Jalen Hurts are not going to be with comeback. Hell, Lamar Jackson. That's one of the stigmas on him is that you get a lead on that Ravens team, they're finished. Yeah, it right. wasn't until last year, Philly, when he beat the Chiefs, where people went, "Oh, that's a signature yeah. win for that kid," because you beat one of those guys. So, I think this is going to be an interesting start to the season. You mentioned it Devontae is. Smith. Winning covers a lot of stuff here. When does it get to a point if you're Devontae Smith? Because I'll tell you something. You know what the Browns people? I know the equipment guy he sends me a shitload of Brown stuff. I never wear it. I don't know. I just I don't know why he does it. But Come I know on, you don't want to put them Browns gear on? Come I'm on. never putting Browns gear on, dude. I never do. I never. I'm, he sends me everything. Jim Brown. I do have the Jim Brown jersey, so I'm good. Got to keep that one. Got to yeah. keep that one. But he goes like this. Say, this is what the equipment manager of the Browns said to me about Devontae Smith, that guy, every time he went into a break, he was open. I know. I mean, the route running, he goes, Dan, the shake and bake he does on the line of scrimmage, this guy here, he was like this. Dan, I'll tell you, I didn't see him up close, but even our coaches were doing this. This guy is a player. When does it become frustrating to him? If he has another 70 catch season or another 72 catch season and another 900 yard season, when does that become frustrating to him? You know, how these wideouts are, and I'm not saying yeah. he's complaining right now. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually you got to start doing this, looking up at Cincinnati, don't you? And down in Miami with Jalen Waddle, man, these mm-hmm. guys are getting numbers. I'm not. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. But I, I think the way it's going to shake out is by the end of the year, he's going to be the guy leading in receptions and receiving. So yards. you think he's a better shot at getting a, a thousand yards than AJ? Yeah. 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 I, I, and I like AJ Brown. I do. Well, I, I, I just, I, I, I love Devontae Smith. Like, I, I think he was a player last year. If you go back and you watch like the all 22s of games last year, he was open all last year, too. So. You know, I think I think Devontae Smith is going to have a monster season. I really do. Boy, I, you should have heard him raving. He goes, Dan, everyone, when we were walking in to our facility, and I didn't get it. I'm, I'm going to get to it a little bit. They were doing this about Devontae. I wow. know Xander loves this. They were going, no, everyone was doing this. This guy, he's bigger than last year. He, shake and bake he does on the line of scrimmage to get loose and shake people loose. That's one of the yeah. hardest things for a wide receiver to do is get yeah. separation off the line of scrimmage. You can't really jam him. This guy's yeah. like a ghost. He's like Casper the ghost out there. You don't yeah. see him. I mean, to me, when I hear that, you better find him. Well, that can we tell the, better find him. Can we tell the Browns that he learned all his moves from Jalen Rager and then trade <laughs> Rager to, to Cleveland and get rid of his ass? Man, can we do something like that? I love Devontae. Devontae is the man, dude. All right, so let me go over here. So Polly Shore's putting all these uh, Elliot Polly Shore something. This guy over, yes. whatever. Eighteen dude, yesterday, and twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, sixteen and twenty. Whatever it was, he he, he gave him an A. What do you? What he do you think? He's, he's on it. He's on his way to thirty touchdowns. I, no, I, I, I 
I, I, I think it's – If Big Sills could keep his practice stats, man – I would, I, hey, I, I would have made every team two in the NFL, man. I mean, absolutely. Hey, I thought I was waiting for you to call me up and say, "Listen, did you see what Elliot Short Parks put? We're smoking a cigar today, baby. It's Eighteen <laughs> to twenty-two, you know." I'm sure. No, I, I, I think it's. What do you make I think of these it's stats? Funny. I think it's funny. I mean, I, I think out of all the videos I've done, I've put it up one time with the stats because I, I just kind of think it's funny sometimes. Um. I, I don't put much stock into it at all, really. I, I, I like hearing more about, you know, like stuff like yesterday, like Devontae Smith, open yeah. every play, catch, one hand. You know, I like hearing things like that. I, I don't really worry about all that stuff because, you know, once the game starts, it's, it's completely different. You you know that. Hey, hey, this just in. Elliot Spitzer, Shore Parks, Jalen Jalen Hurts, six touchdowns today. Six touchdowns. <laughs> Yeah, but they're working on red zones. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's yeah, it, it, it's it's six, comical. I six I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, your six take on Jonathan Gannon? Don't I don't know. think he's a good coach. Yeah, I I I worry about him, and and you know my my fear is that um, I I'm afraid he's going to be stubborn in certain situations where. You know, when he needs a blitz, he doesn't want a blitz because he doesn't feel like, you know, those kind of things. I don't like the 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 whole bend but don't break philosophy. I, I think in today's football, you have to attack, especially because the, the whole game is geared towards the offense. So you have to get to the quarterback. That's the defense's best way to, to chop the offense's head off. And, and so I, I he's my number one concern going into the season, Jonathan Gannon. Over hurts. So, so, Philly, you've had Jim Schwartz. You've had Bud Carson, Buddy Ryan, and Jim Johnson. Can you imagine going to any one of those four guys and saying this? Hey, we're going to implement a bend but don't break defense. In <laughs> no. Phil- hey, could you imagine walking into Buddy Ryan's office or no. Bud Carson's or Jim Johnson's office and go, hey, you know, I think we're bringing way too much pressure on the quarterback. No, <laughs> I, I get instant. off their zone. No, I instantly think when you tell him Buddy Ryan that, I think when he was the Edmonton or the Houston Oilers defensive coordinator and he went yeah. and punched his offensive coordinator in the face. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think of when I think of, you know, telling Buddy Ryan that. No, that's completely – it doesn't make any sense, especially in, in the way that the, the game is, is played today and the way that the league's rules favor the offense. I don't understand the Ben don't break. I think you have to – Go after the court. You have to bring back the 46 defense. Bring them back, man. I, 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 I'm i all for it. I, I think you have to be aggressive in today's NFL. Hey, hey, Philly, let me let me tell you a quick Buddy Ryan story. I told some of these people this. So I get released by the Bucks, and I was going on this caravan. I ended up, unfortunately, in Dallas. And I, last five games of the year, I think this was the 88 season, last five games. So my last place I landed was Philly. And Jerome had played so bad against the Giants. And he was – Buddy Ryan was so pissed. So, oh, I he goes like this. And I forget, man, I think it was – I think it was Bud Carson. Bud goes, because Bud wanted to sign me. And he goes, hey, go – there's Buddy. Go over and say hi. So, Jerome goes t- – he takes me over and he goes, still, so Buddy Ryan. Buddy turns to me and goes, I know who you are. I know who you are. You think I want another one of you motherfuckers around here? You see what he did last night? You think I want one of you guys? You think I want another one of you oh. guys around here? 
not happening. I'm going like this. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> hey, this was at the vet in the dungeon and the cages down there too. When he did this, they were going out the. I was like, hey, Bud Carson's jaw hit the floor. He goes, dude, I really wanted to sign you too. And I'm going, man. I'm buddy, buddy, man. buddy Ryan, man. Real quick. Um, no. Oh, me too, man. No, um, no starters, or do you think they should be some starters going in there versus the Browns, or are we just getting ready now for Detroit? I, I don't think they're going to play them. I don't think they're going to play their starters, but I think they should. I think they should play a whole half. That I mean, if it was me, I, I want them to get reps. I want them to be out there. Um, but I don't think the Eagles will do that. I, I'd be surprised if they played even one series. Uh, if you look at last year, uh, games two and three, they didn't they didn't play anybody. So I expect that again. Yeah, look at this. Aikman said he hated playing against Jim Johnson. I'm, I'm sure there's quarterbacks out there going, oh, my God, Jonathan Gannon and that great <laughs> defensive mind, man. I, I'm, he, just, he just throws fear in me. Texas Eagle, I hope Hurts gets it done. But if not, I think we are definitely building a really good team. Oh, no, I agree with what Philly 500 said. Philly goes like this. Look at that offense. Yeah, for a guy who can wing the ball down the field, you put Aaron Rodgers in this Philadelphia Eagle offense, they don't lose the game. That's right. Right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And and so, you know, it's time to to see what Hurts can do. I, I don't mind him throwing more early on. And if I have to revert back to what I did last year, then I'm, I know I need a quarterback and, and then I can go from there. That's kind of how I feel about it. You know, um, I, I don't want any excuses. I, I want to know whether he's a guy or not. And I don't know if he's a guy. I really don't. I have no idea. Not until he plays, but no, I, I, agree. I think week seven, I think, like I said, going into the bye, I think we're going to know Philly. You're Great. always open to coming on. Hey, awesome, man, where man. Thank can people you. find you? Tell people where they can find uh, you. Just type in Philly 500 uh, on YouTube, and you should see a bunch of meltdown videos or whatever else I have on there. <laughs> but I'm there. Easy find. So, yeah, yeah, Bro, there. I love you, Paisan. Love you too, my man. Fun, you too. Man, this weekend. I'm going to go have a couple cannolis and some gabagool, and, and we'll get hey, ready hey, for this. Hey, hey, for Tuna to my brother. How there you doing? Go. Let's go. Let's yeah. Talk to you later. Thank you, Philly. 85 goes, explain the type of defense needed to cover Brown, Smith, Watkins, Pascal, and Goddard. Well, that's great if you have a quarterback. That's great if you have a quarterback, my friend. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button. I want to talk about Devontae Smith. I want to tell you what the Philadelphia Eagle people were hearing and what the Browns people were saying. I'm kind of plugged into that Browns organization. Okay? Trainers, always remember this, trainers and equipment managers hear everything. And wait till I tell you, and I kind of buried the lead a little bit with Philly on Devontae Smith. (laughs) Hit the like button. By the way, our friends at Morgan & Morgan, please do me a favor. If you're hurt or injured on the job, this is the one law firm that will take care of you. They will make sure if you're hurt or injured on the job, you will get your fair compensation for your family. Last 30 years, they've collected over $13.5 billion in compensation for their clients. For the people is not a slogan. They have 800 attorneys strong across the country. Makes them the biggest firm in the country. The biggest, that's right. They will not be intimidated, and there's no such thing as a fender bender, okay? Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. 
The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. Open 24-7, seven days a week. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, you tell them Big Sill sent you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. And I'll tell you who my friend is, Brad Meeland, who is the equipment manager for the Cleveland Browns, was my equipment manager in the World League, and we've stayed in touch. And I showed you that box of stuff that they sent me 
And I mean, Jim Brown jerseys, I kept that and I've got that somewhere and it's signed by Jim Brown himself. So, you know, I'm not dumping that. I got that in another room. And um, so he sends me, I got a ton of things from the Browns. And let me just put this out there to you. He texts me last night. He goes, Sills, I know that you kind of covered the Eagles now. He goes, every single one of them coaches, Kevin Stefanski could not believe how technically sound Devontae Smith is. Flex goes, told you Smitty will be the number one by seasons, and he'll lead the team in yards and touchdowns. You could book it. Hey, dude, hey, every single one of the defensive coaches for the Cleveland Browns were doing this. Wow. Wow. When does that become a problem, though, when you can't find them? And here's another little small issue. Maybe. If I'm making $25 million a year, and I got a kid over here who's better. Like, watch this. Jamar Chase is not the physical specimen A.J. Brown is. And A.J. Brown fits in this Philadelphia Eagles system with the quarterback that's currently here. Okay? Would A.J. Brown fit in in Cincinnati? That guy likes speed guys. Maybe. But he's never really put... Then again, he's had Ryan Tannehill and Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's not like he's had NFL arms as his quarterback. So he's... He, Dude, that guy got $25 million playing for Ryan Tannehill. But then again, don't dismiss that. Justin Jefferson has 3,000 yards with Kirk Cousins. And let's not forget something else. The Titans were the top seed, okay? They were the top seed in the AFC. Don't talk to me about certain quarterbacks. Because some quarterbacks are making their wide receivers a ton of money. That guy in Minnesota is making Justin Jefferson a shitload of money. But let me say this to you, man. Michael, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. AJ plays slot in Cincy. Picking, I like that. You're right. Probably so. Boy, God, what a force that would. Boy, I never thought it. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. Maybe Shane Steichen, you put AJ in the slot here. That might help. You got Goddard at tight end and A.J. in the slot. Man, Wick, Watkins out wide. Then Smitty gets his numbers. That'd be a formation I'd be interested in. Think about that formation. A.J.'s going to get his touches and his targets. Smitty's going to be open because of the underneath. And those guys are those guys are not in traffic kind of guys, Watkins and Smith. Okay? Watkins and Smith are not traffic guys. AJ's a traffic guy. I mean by that is he can he can he can handle the traffic in the middle. Be a formation I'd be interested in. Cuz you're going to need to move it around, but hey, the things that they're saying about and it's not the Eagle guys. This is why I'm impressed with it. Okay? This is the Browns people saying this. 
The thing is how we set this up perfectly if Hertz doesn't get his gets these dudes the ball. You got a QB rich class and assets, and you can get the guy you desire. Yeah, man. I I understand that. But why not give Jalen an opportunity to succeed with a decent back? Gainwell in the backfield does you nothing. He does you nothing. They'll struggle in the red zone running the ball with that. He's not a LeGarrette. You need LeGarrette Blunt, quite frankly. You need somebody like that. You don't have to have a back get you 1,000 yards. You have to have a back help you get around five yards of carry, and it's durable. Dude, if the here, you want to hear something? If the Philadelphia Eagles had a back that you could count on for 16 weeks out of the 17, you guys would win 15 games maybe. Taking the heat off the quarterback, building the passing game. You need it back. It's time. It's, 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 it's time. And I'm telling you, I'm not a fan of this coaching right now. You're telling me you haven't practiced at all your run game at all in the offseason. You're throwing the ball and you're setting him up not for, like I said yesterday. What was the number one thing that I told you that at least if you're going to have uh, practices where you're constantly throwing the ball, at least do this. Put him in situations that he's going to have to face in a game. Most of the shit that they're putting him in right now, he's not facing in games. Now, I'm not suggesting these controlled scrimmages, okay, they're not. I'm not saying that because that's kind of game tempo stuff. So I kind of – I. I I'm, I'm not saying – I'm talking about the stuff at the Novacare Center. That's useless. Those stats that Pauly Shore throws out there are useless. Smith locked in till 2016. He'll be extended midway through. You got to see it. But you see, the Eagles will have the advantage if his numbers aren't there. You're not going to give – you're not going to give Devontae Smith – $20 million if he's never been over 1,000 or 100 catches. You're not going to. Financially, they're not going to spend that money because they could come back numbers-wise and go, you've never been a 1,000-yard receiver, and you've never had 100 catches. You think we're going to give you $25 million? Now, some of you would fire back and go, they gave A.J. Brown that. A.J. Brown, in my opinion... When you watch him with Yak and such, he's a different guy. But then again, I, I, I will tell you this. I don't know if I would have given him $25 million because I don't see the production of $25 million with A.J. Brown. Do I think he's a top 10 receiver? I said it the other day he is. I do. But his production doesn't speak to it. He's not an overly productive wideout. I'm not... It's not something I made up. Look at his numbers. They're not, they're not big numbers. Texas Eagle, you're never going to pry away a guy like Kareem Hunt from the Cleveland Browns right now after the 11-game suspension of Deshaun Watson. Man, they're going to run the ball 45 times, and they're going to try to keep themselves in the race, and I don't know how they're going to do that in the AFC. If they were in the NFC, the Browns would still be in the race by the time he came back. 
But because he's in the AFC, that's not going to happen. Flex says, I believe he'll be over 1,000 this year. So that notion, okay, well, so far, again, that's hypothesis, Flex. You're, 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 you're suggesting that it is happening. We'll see. We'll see. You're, you're, you're under the impression that that should happen, and I agree with you on that one. Devontae Smith should be 1,000. Devontae Smith, and I'll say it one more time. When does that become? You get out of the gate two and four. I wonder if he starts getting frustrated with that. Okay? I wonder how, I wonder how frustrating you get with that. Not getting my numbers, not getting the targets. That's why there's a lot on the line here this year. Dude, don't make that guy unhappy. When you have other teams talking about him as possibly one of the best route runners in the league, and you got 900 yards next to your name, that's not going to work. His agent's going to be chirping in his ear. This ain't it. Why the hell do you think Hollywood Brown got the hell out of Baltimore? I ain't getting my numbers, man. Lamar Jackson is not giving me my numbers. James goes, kind of scary take. You think Smith ends his career as an Eagle? Depends who the quarterback is. If Jalen Hurts signs a contract extension, no, I don't. No, I don't. Why would you want to play wide receiver in Tennessee? Baltimore. Okay. Okay, hey guys, I got I got to hit it. I got I'm sorry. I just get and I'm losing track here, so I got to take a break here. I'm sorry, Xander. I'm past the post here. Okay. Um. By the way, a concern on the defense. That's a pretty big one. And this is something that you guys have addressed. You guys addressed this, and I think you're right. Okay. I think you're right. A little bit on this Cleveland Browns 2022 football team. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, 
this and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yeah, okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Two National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sills. I appreciate everybody coming aboard. I listen. I think that that was a great first practice for the Eagles versus the Browns. Man, when you and by the way, the guy and his dumb stats. I'm not talking about that stuff. That shit's so stupid. It, it really is obnoxious. It's why I goof on it. Anybody who puts practice stats down is a moron, honestly. But when you're hearing this, this is when you know you're listening to somebody that knows their shit. Watch this guy get off the line of scrimmage. Watch what he does in separation. This guy is an unbelievable route runner. That's the stuff you want to hear in practice. That's the stuff you give guys A's for. That's 16 to 21 stuff. I mean, this guy must be 10 years old that does that. It, you want to hear people like that say those things. Watch this guy do this, okay? Watch the way this guy does this. That's how you know a player's getting better. That's when you know. Flex says this. You don't pay somebody for what they did. You pay them for what they're going to do. I'm not worried about Smith. If Hurts doesn't sling that rock, it's curtains. You're going to know by the bye week. I'll say this to you here, too. Here's another guy that got praise. You know another Eagle got praise yesterday? And this is not on a stat sheet on a practice Twitter. Landon Dickerson. You don't want to know what the Browns are saying about him? Wow. Has that dude from even last year to this year, they're doing this. That's a different dude on tape. That's the stuff you want to hear. Improvement. And when you turn on a tape of somebody and you go, that ain't the same guy. That's improvement. That's the stuff you want to know that a football team and my guys are getting better. That's the stuff. That's good. Landon Dickerson, man. Hey, hey, the Browns people are saying this. 
Brad's like this to me, Sills. <laughs> this guy, Dickerson, he's got an attitude. He's nasty. You should see him in one-on-one pass drills. I'm over there with the guys watching. He's finishing guys off, driving guys into the ground. I'm like, how'd a mulatto look? He goes like this. He got beat a couple times. Now, the Browns has some good defensive linemen. And he goes, he thought the guy that stood out the most was Landon Dickerson. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, the two tackles, you know, they were good. Lane Johnson and Mulata. He goes, but this Dickerson guy, <laughs> he was, he was moving dudes off the ball. I love hearing that, man. Dude, that's an added, yeah, but do you want to take the running game away from the offense against the Lions in week one? Okay, good. Sounds, I don't know, dumb. GT Sills, don't you want to see Hurts get better? Yeah, I do. But I want to I want to see him get better inside the guardrails of what the offense can and can't do. Why not put somebody in a position to succeed instead of failure? Last year, they put him in a position of failure. Then they had to revamp the entire offense and put him in a position of success. He's, he, get this. Jalen Hurts is in a position to talk about winning a $40 million, like Xander says, a $40 million a year contract because he failed last year at the beginning of the season. And the coaches had to put him in a different offensive approach. If they would have kept on that same track, he wouldn't be the starting quarterback this year. You realize that. They saved him. He didn't save himself. They saved him. Why get away from that? Dude, there's a maturation period for every guy, Josh Allen, every great quarterback, every great player. Again, get him a running back that's a good back. Better yet, a durable back, an available back. This isn't old NFL. If you don't have a quarterback, you're, you're good as dead. Agreed. Agreed. If he's the guy you can play accordingly, well, I don't know. Kaepernick and Garoppolo got to a Super Bowl. Those guys aren't frontline guys. I'm just saying, man, a couple of them guys, they definitely, they definitely opened some eyes. And not just the Eagle guys crowing. They opened up the eyes of the Browns coaches. They were pretty impressed with Landon Dickerson and with Devontae Smith. That's a great thing. Dude, Kareem Hunt is not available. He will not, but it would have to be something that Andrew Berry get blown away by, I think. Okay, I think. <laughs> Dude, hey, Xander, was, was Landon Dickerson this good at Bama? I'll tell you this. That guy Leatherwood or Leatherhead, whatever that guy's name is in Las Vegas, he ain't getting it done. He's fighting for his job. I heard, I heard he's fighting for a roster spot. They told me, man, because 
the people in Vegas are telling me that guy ain't, he's not that hot. Dude, he, Xander, the Browns guys were like this. This guy's dogging dudes, man. In one-on-one drills, he's dogging dudes. Yeah, man, that kid had an, that's, that's a kid that got, had a bad wheel, right? Um, in, at Bama. Yeah, I wonder if that's playing its toll and taking its toll on the kid. I think that probably taking its toll on that kid. Dude, you got somebody, you got somebody really good. Hey, and forget I wanted to deal him to the Bengals for a first rounder. That guy might command two ones now. Man, we'll, we'll, we'll erase that. I don't want that tape on the Jacob Sports uh, website. Get that thing out of there. Because <laughs> I'm not moving that guy at all. I'm not moving him. No, no. Dude, I mean, hey. They, they said that one of the inside defensive tackles, he picked a guy up and put him on his head. And this guy's enormous. Dude, that's great when you hear that. Good for Devontae, too. Said he, look, said he looks bigger. That's a good thing, man. Kid's working on his game. Worst take of the summer. Shut up, Xander. <laughs> yeah, now it is for damn sure. Worst take of the summer. Let's send Landon Dickerson to the Bengals for a uh, for a first-round pick. At least it was a first-round pick. Thank you, Will. That's really kind of you, man. Xander and everybody make it happen here. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Look, see? Watch this. It was like the 31st overall, wasn't it? Damn. Okay. Watch this. I'll show you on crow eating. That's a crow eater. That's a crow eater. Lisa was a first rounder though. Xander's like, dude, it's almost a second round pick. (laughs) Stop bringing that up too. Seals will be backtracking a lot this year. Big Seals. You with bag takes are common. Thank you. San Francisco moving on because SB came down to throw and Jimmy G couldn't deliver. Okay. Well, know this, Flex. Trey Lance has to get to the Super Bowl and win it then. Or it's a bad move. Jimmy's been to two of the three NFC championship games in the last three years. Making the playoffs ain't good enough in San Fran. That's supposed to be some massive upgrade. All right. Mac Jones took a team to the playoffs in his rookie year. I'm not looking at Mac Jones going, I don't know. Is that a Super Bowl guy? Man, we'll see. Have you heard any rumors about Jason Peters possibly being a cowboy? Hey, Eric, you know what's so great about Jason Peters? He could sit around eating Fritos for three, four, five weeks. He could be on a boat fishing with Barrett Brooks. And someone would still call him going, hey, how you feeling? You know you're great when you're sitting around eating Popeyes and you're on a boat fishing for bass and someone goes, hey, do you think you got a couple more games in you, man? That's when you know you're a dog. You just sit around, man. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Let me see if I – let me run around a little bit and see if my back – you know, it's back issues, right, in Chicago last year. Let me just see, you know. I mean, dude, my God almighty, that'd be the ultimate goat call for me. 
Hey, Sills, you've been out for a while. You think you'd come in and play a couple plays for us here, give us a little relief, you know? We'll pay you this amount of money. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let me get back to you. Let me talk to people, man, you know? Shit, I'm going, hey, I'm in really great shape. Can you bring me a play? I don't know. I'll get back to you. Got 15 guys waiting. <laughs> um, hey, what's his look, look, look what Eric goes, Sills, if I ever saw Jason Peters in a cowboy uniform, I would puke. Hey, guy goes, Jalen's been slicing. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Yeah. Hey, sect one. Yes, my shirt is inside out. It's a religious thing. It's like a monk. Remember that. Okay. It's a religious thing for me. Got something about it? <laughs> oh, my God, Bob. And look, I, 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 I want to get to this issue here in a second, but I want to address Bob, but I got to get the flex. Hey, Flex, we thank you so much for today and what you're doing for us. Should tell you something. They won in spite of him because of the running game. Jimmy wasn't putting. Then why is. Then, then Flex. Then why is Shanahan 8 and 27 without him? What do you mean they won in spite of him? No, they didn't win without him ever. Kyle Shanahan has won eight ball games. And lost 27. If Garoppolo's so brutal, why isn't this so-called maverick of play calling better than that? Sills, will the Eagles win the Super Bowl running? No. No. No, they will not. I will say this before I get to this Eagle take here. How many people think this um, Tom Brady absence is bizarre? No, hey, Victor. Victor's right. No one will. Victor's right. No one will. You're right, Victor. They addressed it as an Eagle thing, but you're right, Victor. Okay? Okay? Come out of retirement to flip burgers. Hey, I'm a pretty good hamburger maker, man. It's about the only thing I can grill. I'm terrible at everything else. Hey, Joan says crazy. Hell yes, Bob. Brady's doing the mass singer. Have you read that on the internet? That they're saying Brady's the mass singer. That's how psychotic this is. Took over a terrible team from a mess of Chip Kelly made hat. Had to build, he was taking an average quarterback to, I disagree with that take 1,000%. He, he's 38 and 16 as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and he's been to two of the three last NFC championship games, and he's 5-2 and two in, the, in the postseason. And he beat the Cowboys, and he also beat, and by the way, all quarterbacks, including Garoppolo, get credit for the wins. It's even in the pro football register and in the reference. No one else has records next to them but quarterbacks. So it works for Jimmy G too, dude. Okay? Not just for Brady. It works for Jimmy Garoppolo too. What up, Cody? How many people think, watch this. Hey, Xander, how about Garoppolo to Tampa? You think my trade deal's off the table? Don Yee? 
What if Brady, you ain't going to win anything or go anywhere with Kyle Trask? Sorry. Or Blaine Gabbert. You ain't going anywhere. You ain't beating Dallas in the opening week. If you're an Eagle fan, you're, you're like this. Well, Tom Brady not coming back. How would you like to have the Cowboys lose in week one against the Buccaneers and you start first place in the NFC East? I'd like that. Got to keep an eye on your conference teams and your division teams. Don't let Tom Brady not be there for week one. Holy cow. Brady beats the Cowboys. Blaine Gabbert doesn't. Okay? <laughs> he ain't. Garoppolo goes down there, he wins. It's got, you know that Jimmy Garoppolo's got one of the best winning percentages of any quarterback in NFL history with 50 starts? Sydney, thank you so much, my friend. Good morning, big guy. Love the passion. All right. Hey, um, Eagle defensive friends, people who, and you did this, okay? And you guys addressed this, and you're right. How do you say that guy's name? Tarf? He's lucky to make the team. Okay? He, 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 he may not make the team. He might not make the team. The safety position is a problem for the Eagles right now. Now, because of the play of what I think the linebackers are going to do this year and your front four, I think, and your corners, Epps is your best option back there, in my opinion. Remember? I told you this. I'm kind of impressed with Marcus Epps. I'm kind of impressed with him. Yeah, that kid Tart is not cutting it. He, he's not cutting it. The whole safety position is just not very good. And here's what I don't get. Yeah, hey, here, here's what I don't get. You could have got that kid from Maryland in the third round, fourth round. There were a ton of safeties that were in this recent NFL draft. And it's like linebackers, running backs, and safeties are like excluded from Howie's thought process of bringing guys like that in. It, 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 it kind of boggles the mind a little bit here. The, and, and get this, the entire room of safeties is not very good. They haven't addressed it at all. And he thought he'd go out and make a deal and a trade for him to bring the guy in. And it kind of looks like exactly what San Francisco said about him. Man, I don't know. You know we're going to move on from him. We want to uptick and upgrade. I don't think he's very good. I thought with the amount of playing that he had over the last couple of years, I mean, he was on the field for 70-plus percent of the plays of the 49ers, and that's a pretty good unit. And so you, superficially, you're going to go like this. Well, he's on a good unit. They were playing against the Rams. I mean, then you got to watch, and you have to look on film to see if the guy is a guy that can fit into your system. But they've done a poor job with the safety position. Completely a poor job with it. 
Um, will it be a factor this year? Um, God, hey, 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 Mike, Wes Hopkins, Andre Waters. Wow. <laughs> hey, you put Wes Hopkins and Andre Waters in that secondary with that defense, you're looking at gangrene 2.0. Well, I don't know if you have the nastiness of Seth in there. There ain't anybody like Seth. And I don't know if – well, you no, I have to take that back, man. Come on, Clyde Simmons and Reggie and Jerome, not happening. That group ain't near that. Uh, I'll take that back. I apologize. Uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> I saw that team front and center, and I saw that team, and I saw that defense front and center. And I was on the field when I – and it, I'll take that back. That's that's not cool. I Sorry. Besides questions about Hurts, I think special teams, safety special teams, can it come back to haunt you? Maybe. How old is Cam Chancellor? Good one, D-Train. Cam. Hey, man, got anything left? Hey, 215, Clyde, Reggie, and Jerome. Oh, God, you couldn't pay them guys today. Hey, you couldn't pay those guys then. I'll always tell you guys this, and I promise you, OG, Jerome doesn't die. Reggie doesn't leave. Okay? Reggie doesn't leave. Then they probably run it back a couple more years. But I don't know if Norman Brayman would have paid Reggie the money he wanted. I, I just don't know. Waters couldn't stay on the field. Waters couldn't be on the field today because you know why? The NFL would fine his ass. You think Andre Waters and Wes Hopkins could play in today's NFL? Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> eh, you think Seth, too, with those hits that he had on them linebackers, man? I don't know. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh. Hey, something else here. Something else here. Is Howie going to extend TJ Edwards at the end of the year? Or is he going to do what he did last year with Dallas Goddard and Jordan Mulata and in season offer him a contract extension? I wonder what he's waiting for. Miles Sanders is not getting a deal. He's toast. Okay? He's toast. He's going into a final year here. TJ Edwards. You think by the by? How he might remember something here. Why would you extend a guy? You just drafted a guy to take the guy's job, TJ Edwards. Why would you do that? I think this kid Kaiser White's going to be a baller. Matt, you're not getting... Kareem Hunt, not after the suspension. He will extend TJ Edwards and or Kaiser. So he doesn't do both Mr. International. Interesting. So you think Howie goes into it, and by the time week seven hits, Howie's going to do this. It's either Kaiser White or it's TJ Edwards that I extend. Why not extend both? 
Why not solidify your defense? Probably get a home cooking deal too. Why not do both? Dominique goes, where it is, in practice, Jalen was cooking. <laughs> Betty was. Betty was. They were talking on Birds 365 about how TJ Edwards will have the dot on his helmet making the calls for defense. Well, you traditionally want a guy that's going to be a three-down player having that dot on his helmet. Remember that. Nobody gets the dot that comes off on third down. So the most effective third down guy, or I should say three down guy, usually gets the dot. And I would say that Jonathan Gannon probably is going to drop that on a linebacker. And Edwards is pretty smart kid. And I think he changed the entire defense in the second half of the season once they put him in the starting lineup. So I think he probably gets the dot. Now, look, I think N'Kobe Dean, can he work himself into some playing time? Yeah, of course he's going to. Wheat make, uh, Dean makes White expendable. Well, we'll see. We'll see. He's just picking up the defense now. Musa, you're, you're, you're making it sound like he's outplayed Kaiser White. He has not. Outplayed Kaiser White. As a matter of fact, the Kobe Dean will start the season on the bench. So he's made him expendable. How? Usually when you make somebody expendable, you take their gig. ESP says, is that like ESPN or ESP? Or your ESP? Well, I don't know. 49 TDs and five picks. That's some year, man. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. That's what I'm saying. Xander said it too. People in camp, and I think so too. Tracy Rocker told me, this guy's ear white guy. Better than advertised. Kaiser White's been the most impressive guy in training camp. You want to get rid of him? I don't know about that. Let me tell you something. You put Kaiser White on the open market right now and you ask for a draft choice for him, I think you get a second or third rounder for the guy. Maybe a third. I think you get a third rounder for the guy. Leading tackler last year in the Chargers. Not that they were spectacular in stopping the run. Chargers will miss him. I agree, 215. I completely... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I agree. Someone will get picked off the Eagle roster. What did I see about Bradbury? I thought somebody put something about Bradbury up there. Bradbury's got to earn. Me personally, with this O talent, you got to be a passing team. It's no way around 55-45. I'm thinking that's what you're talking percentage for Hurts to shine and be a guy that's in the future here. I completely agree with you. They're not even now, they're not practicing the run game. They're gonna throw the ball. They are going to throw the ball. There's no getting around it. Elliot Shore Parks. He's doing his job though. That what is hey, you know, give him credit. He's there every day. He's doing his job. Big Seals can't do any. You can't say any crap about a guy who shows up and has passion for what he does. I can't do that. I'm just, hey, it's all good. It's all fun, too. I'm sure he's a quality kid. 60-40? Bradbury is the question. Depends what kind of contract he wants. Well, I would think that he would want something in the name and in a range of about $15 million a year. How he ain't doing that? 60-40? So you think that this Eagle team was going to be a 60-40 passing team? Wow, man, why get away? Why get away from what you do best? I'll never understand that. You play into the hands of your weakness. And some are going like this. Well, Sills, our passing game's not our weakness. How do you know that? I know your running game's not. How do you know that? Wouldn't you want to bring this in and test it out first and get the game going? Own the Lions right out of the gate? Start throwing the ball? No, they're going to do what they did last year in their 2-5 and start. Why would you repeat history? Hey, Sills, remember 89 Capital City comeback? Randall and Carter and Quick. Jerome dominated that game, man. He was such a force in that game. I had a great conversation that week with him talking about that. That was one of his great games. Mm. Shores equals sales. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I got to take a timeout. I got to take a timeout. What to expect from this Browns team? And what I think the Eagles should work on and what you guys should take a look at. This is what I want to see on Sunday versus the Browns, okay? And I don't really care who's in there. I'm going to tell you what I want to see against the Browns. Don't forget my friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free means this. If you're hurt or injured on the job, one of the most important things that you could possibly do is to hire a law firm that has your best interest at heart, nobody is going to intimidate 
Morgan and Morgan or John Morgan and his people with over 800 attorneys in offices in Philadelphia, New York, and in Florida. There's no such thing as a fender bender or a small case for the people is not a slogan. This is who they are. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. Open 24-7, seven days a week. And do me a favor. Tell them Big Sill sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. Not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.
Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. It's a football Friday, and you guys know, and I appreciate you guys hitting the like button. Thank you so much. Again, it should be a great weekend. God, there'll be a ton to hit on. On Monday, when we're getting closer to cutdowns and what the true roster is going to look like, we'll start to see that at the beginning of next week. So be prepared here. Some of the guys' last opportunities and last chances to make an impact on a football team. I'm not just saying because the Eagles have a pretty good roster. Boy, there's there's probably going to be so little turnover inside that situation. Just know that, okay? I'm going to get to what I want to see against the Browns on Sunday and also a couple things here on some owners here. Let me get the flex here. Short term. Think he creates short-term results. I'm willing to sacrifice wins if that means finding out if we got the guy under center. That that's is it, Xander, what Flex just said? Isn't that what Philly 500 basically said? He that's kind of where he is. He would sacrifice and okay, he he would sacrifice being two and four. If all of a sudden you see Jalen Hurts averaging 310 yards a game in the air. Would that be a win for you? Huh, that's a great question. If you found out that Jalen Hurts was your quarterback, but it wasn't the win total you wanted, and you were still a wild card team, but you how about this? I'll even go here. If you had the same record as last year, you're nine and eight, but you looked at it and Hurts had 4,200 yards, 28 touchdowns. Is that a winning season for the Eagle organization? That's something to think about, isn't it? Think about that. Eagles finished nine and eight, but you kind of your your passing game improved. You had the same record, but Jalen had forty two hundred yards and twenty eight touchdowns. Would you think that was a successful season? Some of you are saying I'd be willing to sacrifice wins to have that answer definitive on the quarterback position. Got to think long-term here. They're thinking long-term with Josh Allen in Buffalo. They're thinking long-term in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. So you make a step back a little bit. Not, not so much. I'm not saying not make the playoffs. I think not making the playoffs would be a disaster for Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff. But if your coaching staff develops his kid into a 4,200-yard passing quarterback, 28 touchdowns, haven't, hasn't he improved? From 3,100, you wouldn't think that that was a win. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't have to waste. How about this? And then you win the draft. Because you don't have to use those first rounders now on a quarterback. And you're probably going to get a hometown cooking deal. Jalen's not going to get 40 million. They might give him 38, 39 million. They could get him 40, maybe. Salary cap's going to go up. They could. Davey Boy, you said they wouldn't pay Burrow. 
They're not going to pay Burrow. I don't. So the one guy they're going to pay is Joe Burrow. Okay. Like I tell you guys all the time in Philadelphia, I want to see Cincinnati pay someone. They never have. Joe Burrow would be that guy to break the glass ceiling. I agree. Let's see it. You want to hear something that organization is notorious for? So I'm going to give you guys a small sample of Mike Brown and the Brown family. So the Brown family after, what's his name? Paul Brown decided he didn't want to coach any longer. You know what they did? They told this young offensive coordinator, nah, you're not good enough to be here. Nah, you're not. That guy's name was Bill Walsh. They're known for making horrific decisions. They're known for this. They told Bill Walsh, you're not good enough. Bill Walsh was the OC. (laughs) And every time Paul Brown heard that Bill Walsh was up for a job, he would call that team up and trash him. Until finally, DeBartolo went, I don't believe him. I'm hiring Walsh. Rest is history. Rest is history. Bengals are cheap. Sills is nine and eight. Hold on, Bob. That's my question. Bob goes like this. Folks, this is a good question. I like it. Does nine and eight, 4,200 yards, and 26 touchdowns keep you from drafting a quarterback? I think so. Gambo TV, yo, Sills. You know Randy Grimes? I love the man. I used to work with him in Florida. He used to tell me crazy buck stories. I think he started center. He sure did. He was the captain of our team. Bubba Grimes. You know a good man, Gambo. Bubba Grimes is a great man. And if you ask him about Big Sills, you ask him what he'll tell you. You know what he'll say? Silio never had a chance here. They put him in a position to fail immediately. Oh, man, I love that man. We are, we are dear friends to this day. I love Bubba Grimes. Oh, man. So you guys would think that's a successful season. So would I. You'd be okay with that. At the end of the year, do you know what we'd be saying? We got your quarterback. Somebody's going to have big years too. 4,200 yards. Somebody's going to be 1,000 yards. Two guys are going to be close to 1,000. Your passing game. And plus, look at the face of the franchise. In Philly, Jalen Hurts. That's a good look. Like Dak is in Dallas. Citizen. Model citizen. Has his chin up all the time. Represents everybody well. Everyone loves him. Everyone has respect for him. How? I'll tell you this. There's a lot in common with Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Remember when Dak got hurt in the, what was it? The New York game, right? You see all the giant guys go on the field and hope he was okay? You see Jason Garrett get emotional when he saw him on the field? 
You see Dak get emotional and all his teammates get emotional. I was like, that's great. Jalen Hurts is that guy too. Joseph, my boy, we have to beat Dallas and win a playoff game or Jalen and these coaches might be run. Nine and eight won't cut it. Yeah, but Joseph, if he shows you that he put the numbers up. So the question of finding out whether Jalen Hurts is the guy or not, it resides with you on wins and NFC championships, right? Hurts will be our next McNabb. Well, I think maybe you want a little bit better, but I get it. Flex says, if Hurts throwing 300 yards a game, this team will win 13 games. Book it. I agree, Flex. If not, the next man inheriting the stacked offense. Like I said, Currently today, Flex, okay, if Matthew Stafford, here, watch this. I'll give you an example of Cooper Cup and Devontae Smith. I want to hear, I want to hear what my guy Xander says first. Hey, Xander, we've, we've looked up Cooper Cup's numbers, 900, you know, all of a sudden Matthew Stafford shows up out there. 140-something, 1,900 yards. If Matthew Stafford shows up and he's the quarterback in Philly, what's Devontae number? What's Devontae Smith's numbers? Here, let me write what I think down. Wait till you hear my numbers. Take take Cubs numbers and add 500. I don't think so, but I say this. Devontae would have 126 catches, 1590, and 15 touchdowns if Matthew Stafford was a starting quarterback in Philly. He'd have almost 1,600 yards. Okay. Michael, okay, 2,000. No, 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 Xander, that's my point. You want to hear something crazy? You guys are going to think this is the craziest thing I've said yet. Okay? I think he runs better routes than Cooper Cup. And I happen to think Cooper Cup's one of the top three route runners in the league. I mean, you should hear these Browns guys going. They were precise routes. He was open every time he shook the dude's change out of his pocket yesterday. There wasn't a series he wasn't open. That's pressure on your quarterback, too, my friends. Stafford's trash. Just hoisted a Lombardi trophy, and he beat... And, and, and he beat Brady to have to get there. I'll take that trash can any day. Hey, all around auto, if that's your trash, I'll take your trash out for you. If Matthew Stafford, who beat Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, 
is your trash. I'll take it. That's a pretty good trash. Cup works a lot from the slot. I, you know, got to find a way to keep him and get him open. Seals, are you smoking what these other people are? (laughs) Don't know what you're referencing here. And Mr. International says that Cup is a prolific route runner. Correct. Now, was it Matthew Stafford that won that game or was it the Rams defense? I actually think it was Matthew Stafford that won that game in the second half and then finally in the fourth quarter. I think that sack by Aaron Donald was great. But it was the offense, because they were behind, my friend. They were behind. And they had to pull a comeback. I think they were 17 down. If I'm not mistaken, they were 17 down going into the second half. Yeah, I think the quarterback dug them out of the hole. Smith, who... (laughs) (laughs) I get who was throwing the ball. The difference with that is that the quarterback didn't get hit yesterday. The receivers did. That's why I really love what Devontae did. Cup is physically more gifted, and I think after this year, yeah, but Mr. International, every time I make this point to people, they don't, you're under some impression he's been prolific forever. You're late on Smith. I've been saying that since last year. Well, flex. No, I said since the time I got here, he was drafted in the wrong place. And what happened? He ended up less than a thousand yards and less than 80 catches because the quarterback couldn't find him. Aikman was screaming at him. He's in the wrong place. I said, if he was anywhere else, he's a 1500 yard guy. Cooper Cup stats. No, that's not, that's, I've been saying it's a, my first day on Jacob, I said that. Let's see here. I don't give anybody practice. So look, look at Cooper Cup stats prior to Matthew Stafford showing up. Okay. I agree with you, uh, Xander. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Oh, my God. Eventually, Devontae's going to go like this, or his agent is going to go like this. You know, that could be you. That could be you. There are – hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over the pressure of that. Here's Cup's numbers prior to Stafford showing up. 869 yards. 60 catches, 566, 55 catches, 1161, 94 catches, 974, 90 catches. Devontae, Stafford, 145, 1947, and 16 touchdowns. Look what a quarterback does for you. Prolific. There's nothing prolific about those stats except for this guy right here. Look at this. You know who he reminds me of a baseball version of Roger Maris. Maris never hit over 40 home runs after the 61 home run season of 61 ever again. 
He did win two MVP awards in a row, but Maris never hit 40 or more home runs ever again in his entire career. He's a one-hit wonder. You're talking to me about Cooper Cup being elite? How's he elite? He has That's not an elite career. Well, we'll see. But, hey, let me show you something else about – so what college did he go to? What college did Cooper Cup go to? Was it like Eastern Michigan or something? Cooper Cup. Check out these. I mean, what 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 does anybody know what college he went to? Okay, Eastern Washington. What college did Devontae Adams go to? I think it was Fresno. Oh, that's right. So get this. The two best wide receivers in the NFL by some went to Fresno State and Eastern Washington. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Look at Denver. They built a team up over the years and went all in on a quarterback. That's pretty correct. Mr. International goes, I think Cup is going to get better, just like Deshaun will. Yeah, but you have Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is a 4,500-yard 4, guy every year. Jalen Hurts getting to 4,000 yards is going to be quite a task. Has there ever been a running quarterback throw for 4,000 yards? Big sales. Has that earned it attitude? Until Hurt shows it on the regular season, games, he won't hype him up and we'll keep it real. You got to respect that, bro. Cody, that's all it is. I have no disdain for her. For um, Jalen, far from the truth. I root against the kid. Not rooting against him. I'm saying he hasn't shown it yet. Thank you, Cody, because it's pretty much what I am. (laughs) Xander's like, sales man, if this guy balls out, man, you got a lot of answering to do. (laughs) Mm, You got a lot of answering to do. How, How do you say Stafford's a choker? He just won the Super Bowl. He's a choker. <laughs> the reigning Super Bowl champion quarterback is a choke. You sound like Bayless talking about LeBron. No clutch gene. He does have four NBA championships, and he did take three different teams to the finals and win it. And he won the MVP with three different teams. I don't know. That's pretty impressive to me. <laughs> Just me, though. I'm a hater. Yeah, I don't hate anything but Nazis. <laughs> Do I know, man? Eastern Eastern Chattanooga or whatever the hell. Uh, Eagle Eyes is negative attitude towards Jalen. No, it's not negative attitude. It's earn it attitude. Earn it, guy. Earn it. Earn it. You have earned nothing. And by the way, the entire Eagle team has earned nothing. Nothing. 
Zero. Rent's due September 11th. Let's go. See, and again, I, I, you know, oh, I've got to, I've got to get what I'm expecting this Sunday against the Browns. It's not hater, man. Gee, I would think in a city of Philadelphia, the people that go to work every single day and get up off their ass, I think that'd be a benchmark theme in that city. Since when do you hand out commemorative participation medals? I never thought that Philadelphia was a handout participation medal city. Boy, you sure sound some of you like it. Hey, congratulations. You had a great camp. Here's your medal. Put that in a trash can. So proud of my daughter. She gets a participation medal because she didn't finish one, two, or three. She goes, Dad, watch this. Dropped it in the trash can. I looked at her and I almost cried. I think I did cry. I said, that's right, honey. You don't hang participation banners in your building. You hang championships. I used to, I tell her, top three, baby. Once you hit the podium, it's all good. Once you hit the podium, it's all good. Yeah, you don't get merit badges. That's right, big picking. No such thing as a merit badge. Oh, here's your merit badge for participating. And what was Paulie Shores say? 16 to 21 for 72 touchdowns today. Hey, here's your merit badge. Now go build a fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Holding people accountable, Joe. That's all it is. I thought that would be a theme with you fans. Holding people accountable. Shit, man. I find that almost unbelievable that you're ready to give a guy $40 million who hasn't done it yet to earn it yet. Earn it, man. Wentz. Hey, and I think this is why you're pissed at Wentz, too. Because earn, you know, he did have 17, man. He was on his way to the MVP. That's kind of maybe unfair. I think Hertz is in a is on a short leash. I don't know about that, Flex. I think they're going to give him an opportunity this year to go out and win this job. I do. I don't think they're yanking this guy at all for anything here. Stafford wouldn't have had it without an all-star team. Well, funny. The Rams didn't win shit without him. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the management team and I think everybody in management in Philadelphia loves Jalen Hurts. I really do. I think they love the guy. Okay. All right. Hour number three. I got to take a timeout. What I'm looking to see versus the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. And I want to reset something that we started the program off with too. And some NFL news. We appreciate everybody coming aboard football Friday, man. You guys have been spectacular. Hit the like button. Hour three. Keep it here. National football show.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys a lot for coming aboard here on this Football Friday. We so appreciate you stepping in with us. Thank you again for coming aboard. Big Sills, Corona night? Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm going to get to Dallas Goddard. I forgot to mention Goddard. And what the Browns coaches said about him. Okay, I'll get to that here in a minute. Before I continue, though, someone asked me on my take on Deshaun Watson for a second here. And I want to just indulge me here a little bit. You think that murder charge ever left Ray Lewis's storyline or character? When you think of Ray Lewis, you think of arguably the greatest middle linebacker to ever play, right? Who was charged with murder. No matter what Deshaun Watson does moving forward, he will never in a million years ever erase what happened this year, ever. It'll travel with him for the rest of his life. All he can do is manage it. And here's a little bit of advice. Do not in any way do any more 
press conferences. Get the hell away from the mic, guy. What are you, an idiot? Okay? Okay? Agreed. Start winning. It'll all go away. Same thing with Ray Lewis. Winning? That'll go away. It went away with Lewis. He's an analyst on the NFL Network. Flex says, you got me confused. Screwed management. I'm talking about the short leash with the fans if he's not performing in this city. We'll turn on him, ask McNabb. It's not so much turning on Jalen if he doesn't make it happen. The expectations have been set so high for him that I wonder how much of those expectations are truly attainable. 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, $40 million, 13 wins. Look at what you got this guy. You want want to see what the receipts are? Here's the receipts for Jalen Hurts, and if you fall short, people are going to shit all over him this year. Watch this. 13 wins. NFC East, 4,000 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, $40 million. Wow. (laughs) Holy cow. For Jalen Hurts. That's shit that you're talking to Joe Burrow to or Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers. You think it, you think Jalen Hurts has the same talent as Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and all them guys? After what you've seen a year ago and through a couple weird posts on statistics from a guy from WIP, you think he's going to attain all these, right? Okay. Well, what if he doesn't attain the 13 touchdowns? What if they don't win the East? What if he doesn't have 40? Say he has 3,500. 25 touchdowns. 11 picks. They win nine games. You fire him? Browns. The Eagles are not firing that guy. If he shows any improvement, they're not firing him. If he improves 5%, 10%, they're keeping him. If we don't win, John says, if we don't win the East, I want him gone, Sills. Victor says, it's about Carson Wentz. He being drafted was the reason Wentz left. That's not true. You think he left because Jalen Hurts was drafted in the second round? Then why did you give him the money? Why did you give him a $35 million contract a year? You know what I would have said to that? And any idiot in Philly who thinks that stupid shit, every Tuesday, my paycheck says $35 million on it. Jalen Hurts says $1.1. You can think all that you want. My paycheck, can I tell you in today's society, pats on the back and the old coach, hey, nice job, man. Way to go. You really do a great job. That's for gimps. People in today's society, what's my paycheck look like? That's you know your value. That's your value. You know this. Now, 
You're starting a company up. You're in the midst of starting something. So that's different. I'm talking about in a company like the Eagles that could pay guys like the NFL. I'm not talking about a company who's starting up, making great ways and growing. I'm not talking that shit. When you know a company can pay you though, and you got big bucks and they don't pay you and they give you coach pats on the back, kiss my ass. It's a man's world, man. (laughs) Paychecks speak louder than bullshit. You're talking to me, hey, you know, you're really wondering, yeah, whatever. Where's my pay? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Wentz. Okay. Hey, well, Wentz is crying his way to the bank. Hey, and by the way, real quick before I get into all this, see, so Jim Irsay, man, this guy's got something up his tailbone here with Wentz. Flex goes, the owner went out of his way and told Howie to give him every opportunity to succeed. This is the best collection of talent that we've had. Absolutely, man. Carson Wentz never had this talent in Philadelphia. Absolutely, Flex. I appreciate it. Wentz never had this talent in Philly. Shit, the year he threw for 4,000 yards, franchise record, nobody had 1,000 yards receiving. Are you kidding me? Jim Irsay, though, man, he can't – hey, can I make a prediction to you? I don't think Matt Ryan's going to give that football team as much of a, um upgraded quarterback as Jim Irsay thinks it is. I disagree with him. You know, how many quarterbacks have they had roll in there since Andrew Luck left? Five? This guy keeps gauging and putting people next to – Andrew Luck, he's going to be disappointed. And he's talking shit on Wentz again. Yeah, we had to move off because, you know, nobody. And and, and you're like, dude, you know, I mean, they did win nine games. He did have a great year, statistically at least. Wasn't like he completely shit the bed. Your defense shit the bed too, dude. It wasn't all him. And yet he's throwing that on him like it is. And personally, I think that's also a slam on Frank Wright and Chris Ballard, the general manager, for bringing him in because they did lose a first-rounder over it. Okay? Dude, he had great stats last year once. Jim Mercedo though, was asked a question yesterday about him. I Actually, about something else about the team, and he took a shit on Wentz, and you're like, bro, move off of this. You're, you're weeks away from the start of the season, and you ain't over it yet? This guy got really butthurt over this. He did, man. Hey, and then you have another owner, and Stephen Jones going, Jack Prescott's looking the best I've ever seen. Man, I'll tell you what. If I've got to say that about a $45 million a year player, and I got to throw confidence bombs at him, he ain't my guy either. You know what's funny? Have you heard Zach Taylor say one thing outside of the appendix issue in Cincinnati about Joe Burrow? Have you heard Matt LaFleur say anything after Ann Rodgers and all the stuff with the receivers? There's nothing about him looking great in camp. Right? Nothing about him. Russell Wilson, 
when you're great, nobody talks about you like that. Hey, Dak looks the best he's ever looked. What's that mean, actually? All these hyped-up comments about Jalen and Camp and Dak. It's like you're trying to sell me something. Or you're trying to sell it to the player. I don't know. If I'm if I'm your franchise guy, I don't need to hear rainbows and butterflies. I don't need to hear that shit. I mean, I don't. My pat's on the back or every Tuesday when I get direct deposit. I don't need that stuff. Okay? Ursay wanted Wentz out as soon as he refused to get the shots. I don't know what you're talking about. The media talks about a guy, then questions why I hear about him. I'm sorry? Well, I don't hear about the great ones in camp. <laughs> I don't hear, yeah. You know, when, well, look, it's like telling me, hey, this this is a really great car. Well, um, yeah, but last year it wasn't really a great car. You were 27th out of the 32 cars. What's made it better now, today, than a year ago? Well, we put some new tires on it. I don't know if that makes it a better car. A.J. Brown being added to the huddle, that doesn't make Jalen Hurts a better signal caller. It gives him more opportunities. That's what it makes it. Because if you can't find Devontae Smith last year, now you got to find two guys? 4K passing, 30 TDs rushing. We need to have it happen. Parks. Sills, with your inside sources, what was the deal with Wentz? Do you guys want me to really tell you what Frank Reich told me one night about Carson Wentz? Do you want me to tell you what Frank's assessment, even after he got dealt to Washington? Frank believes this guy just doesn't trust anybody. There's some sort of wall up with this guy that he doesn't trust his teammates. And then the teammates feed off of that. And he just doesn't trust. I don't know if this is from the fact that he played at North Dakota State, the way he was brought up. Frank just thinks he doesn't, he trusts no one. And even Frank, when he was making play calls last year, he'd walk over to the sidelines to him. This is Wentz. And Frank would go, I called the fucking play. What are you thinking? Well, I, yeah, he goes, dude, it was open. 
Last three games of the year last year for Frank and Wentz were the worst part of their relationship ever. There was an adversarial relationship between the two. Nobody was buying into anything. Players had totally gone like this. Michael Pittman went to Frank Reich and went like this. This guy sees me. He takes off running. He sees me. And Frank goes to him and goes, you know, your receivers come to me every Tuesday. And they tell me this. You need to be talking to them, Carson. I don't want those. They need to go to you. They're afraid to approach you because they're afraid that you're going to go off or say something. He goes, I don't have that person. I know. The guy's got to get over that. And I don't know if he can get over it because that's a personality trait. That's why he's struggling. He's struggling because he has a personality trait that doesn't and isn't conducive to being a good teammate. He's so hard-headed, Fly. That's what that's a great, that's exactly what Frank said. He's so hard-headed, man. He can't see the trees through the forest. He just, he just, he can't. Mr. International says he trusted everyone until he lost his natural athleticism. He lost trust in himself. Yeah, but management started losing trust in him because you know why? Frank is being direct with me. After that clowny hit, the organization wanted him to go back in and he didn't want to. How he wanted him back in and how he held that against him. He, he, how he believes that franchise quarterbacks play no matter what. And Wentz didn't want to do it. I would have played. I don't give a shit if my head and I have chiclets in my brain. I'm playing. It's the playoffs. You would have to kill me to get me off a field. I worry about losing something in the offseason. Where do we find documents of that, Sills? Of what? How many times does Frank Reich have to come on this program? Are you trying to suggest to me that Frank's not my friend? Eh, sounds like another media guy. I mean, he's just... He's, he, I think he's going to have the same issue in Washington. I, I think he's going to have the same stuff in Washington. I do. Uh, Xander, I forgot that. That's right. He also did a program for Jacob Media because he loves you. Voices of Faith. That's right. I have great conversations. I've known Frank Wright 45 years. Big D, how you doing, brother? It took himself out of the game. John. He just doesn't trust anybody, man. That's why he holds on to the ball. That's why I keep telling you guys, throw the, kick it in the stands. Do something. But don't throw a pick. Frank, when he had those three, that eight minutes against the Titans and that underhand pass, Frank went right up to him and said, here's the shit that stops you. That's almost verbatim. 
This is the shit that stops you. Put his head down. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but he put his head down, moped. Frank walked over and went, this is the second shit that does this. And this is why Ursay's pissed. Quarterbacks that lead franchises don't act like that. That's why, look, I think the kid's got all the ability in the world. But when you got a personality trait issue like that, I don't know you can be, have that coached out of you. Because it's, it's, it's an, I think it's an innate thing. I do. I just think it's an innate thing that you have in you that you have a lack of trust. When you're in a team sport, bro, you can't have a golfer's mentality or a tennis player's mentality. Okay? You know the one thing that made Michael Jordan such a great player? Who do you think made Michael Jordan the greatest player of all time? You know what Phil Jackson said to him? Man, that's pretty great scoring champ. All the points you put up, man, that's great. They ain't going to win us championship. Scoring titles don't win us. Michael Jordan never won another scoring title. But he started winning NBA championships. Because he says everyone on our team has a role. Rodman rebounds. Pippen's Robin. Paxton and Kerr were perimeter shooters. Horace Grant was another hardworking guy. Bill Whittington, Bill Cartwright, all them dudes, Will Purdue, all those guys, they, every one of those guys on the team knew their freaking role. And here was Phil Jackson balancing like he is in a circus, all the dishes. And he's doing all this. If it wasn't for Phil Jackson showing up, Michael Jordan is never considered the greatest player of all time. Gave him a roadmap. Wentz doesn't follow that roadmap, and it was frustrating to Doug Peterson and Frank. Do you know what really they love the most about Foles? What do you think they love about Foles? Foles would walk into meetings in Philly and do this. You guys have never heard this before, have you? You know what Foles would do? What are we doing this week? What are we doing? What do you guys want me to do? We're going to run the ball. Sure. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to throw to the slot, to the tight end. What do you want me to do? His personality meshed so well with those two backup quarterbacks. See, what people don't remember in Philly, Wright was a backup quarterback. Doug Peterson was a backup quarterback. Foles was a backup quarterback. You got these three backup quarterbacks and this one first-round guy over here. There was already a division in the room. All these these other two guys were kind of cast-off guys. When you're in the room and I'm a first-round pick, second pick in the draft, and I got a bunch of guys who were backup quarterbacks, and they're quarterbacking my team. That bugged me the most. Because there's a better connection, better wavelength, better conversations. That's why when he walked over, let's run the Philly special, Peterson looked at him. Let's do it. 
there was an air of confidence in those two guys because go get him, dude. Wentz is not Wentz would never have suggested that on the side. Carson Wentz is not going to walk over to the sidelines in a Super Bowl game and go like this. Hey, let's do the Philly special. That's the difference between that guy right there. That personified Nick Foles and the relationship with Doug and with Frank right there. That, that moment, that moment in time, Wentz could never recover from that. No freaking way. And Frank was the buffer between Howie and Doug and Carson. When that was taken out, the room imploded. Everything I just told you ended up playing out. My God almighty, Pickin, that is such a great take. You're damn right. Brady plays in the NFL season like he's a backup quarterback still in a sixth-round pick. That's why when that draft comes around every year, Brady's showing you his horrible body and him being like the 199th player taken or whatever he was. That's why he shows that, because you know why? It aggravates him still to this day. Okay? Foles walking over to the side against Brady. Do the Philly special. Okay? Wentz never do that. Wentz doesn't have an understanding that he has to rel- When you throw the Philly special, what is the thing you have to have? You have to have trust in your teammates to do that. That's why Wentz would never make that call. I asked Frank, when Doug relayed that to him, what he said, Frank said he started laughing. He started laughing in the booth with all the Eagle coaches. Everyone laughed. He goes like this. He goes, okay, when you want to run? Philly special. He goes, Frank goes, did he just say the Philly special? And Doug goes, yeah. <laughs> All the offensive coaches. I, it was a great story, Frank told me. He goes, we just started chuckling. We said we knew this thing was over, man. When he did that, they went like this. This fucker's over. <laughs> hey, hey, man. It gives me goosebumps. We knew it was over, man. This, there's no way they're going to beat that team, man. Had no chance. Hey. No chance. Man, Wentz ain't calling that play. You imagine the frustration Frank had. I go, dude, tell me this. What was it like for the I, – I, I know I probably shouldn't be telling you guys this, though, because this is – I go, what was it like after the Jag game? He goes, I didn't say anything to him. He didn't say anything to me. He goes, probably best. I said, they put a mic in front of you, and you go like this. Yeah, we'll make decisions, this and that. And (laughs) I was like, I knew he was out the door. When you said that, Frank was at the podium for post game. I said, I knew he was gone. He goes, let me tell you this to you. You want to hear what Jim Irsay did? 
Jim Mercer comes into the coaches. Mm, no, no, I'm going to leave that one there. That's too much. <clears throat> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> that's why when I – hey, that's why when I when I see Jim Mercer talking in public, he's had an ass since that Jags <laughs> And there was a lot of screaming. I'll just tell you that. Hey, Kayvon, there was a lot of screaming in Jacksonville. <laughs> that plane flight was very quiet going home. Owner made it very clear he didn't want to hear any music or anything on the way back home. No, no, no. Went on no music. I'm surprised they fed him. Frank says it was the quietest plane flight. Quietest three-hour flight he's ever had. <laughs> you got all these guys on the plane, the entire organization. It was quiet as hell, man. Nobody said anything. No, 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 I can't. <clears throat> mm. Hey. Stubbs. I think Nick Foles is going to be the starter by the end of the year in, in Indianapolis. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. 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 Nick Foles is a starting quarterback week 11. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick Foles is a starting quarterback week 11 versus the Eagles. At Lucas Oil. Oh, my God. So there's a shot you could play against both Wentz and Foles this year. Week three and ten. Oh, my God. You'd play. Wait a minute. So you would play Wentz in week ten and Foles in week eleven. Dude, that's must. Hey. Dude, this is really I please God let that happen. Please God let that happen. We're getting Frank on that week for sure. Frank Reich will be on that week. I think this will be the fourth time he'll be on then. We'll get Frank on week eleven. Yeah. Come on, Sills. What do you mean? Wouldn't you want to see Nick Foles quarterbacking against the Eagles? You don't want to see that? Sam Howell. Hey, Sam Howell, actually, GT hasn't looked all that bad. I got to get to what I want to take a look at on Sunday with – and it's not so much players. I'll explain what I'm talking about. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy, Big Sills. I was remiss not to tell you this, but there was another impressive player in the scrimmage yesterday that really opened the eyes of the Cleveland Browns. You know who that was? Dallas Goddard. Nobody could cover him. I think the Browns have a pretty good defense. Now, Miles Garrett wasn't out there yesterday, so he was in today's scrimmage. But um, they said Dallas Goddard was open all the time, and he had an absolutely great day. I'm not so much talking stupid stats. I'm talking about getting off the line of scrimmage, blocking game, catching the ball, making yards after the catch. I'm talking that stuff, technique. Nobody cares about stats and practice. They care about perfecting your technique, getting better in drills. That's the shit you look at. Not some stats some guy writes down on a chalkboard. They said Goddard was unreal. So, you know, the point that we're saying that Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard might be the all-pro Let's see in the NFC. Kittle and who else? 
Kittle and who? I think he's better than the guy in Dallas. Does Ertz get back to Pro Bowl form in um, Arizona? Maybe. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is not going to – well, I don't know. Maybe that means more targets for him. (laughs) Thank you, Gigi. Hey, Michael, I'm going to make a prediction to you. Now, no, I'm going to leave that Frank Wright take alone. But I know because he's coaching somewhere right now. We're going to, no, I can't say that. CB86, facts, still throwing the ball without people coming to take your head off. It's easy to be in a comfort, comfort, I agree, 86, that's exactly my take on the whole thing with practice stats and Jalen getting better. Nobody's hitting you or tackling you. Whole different world when you're going to have people trying to take your head off. Yeah, he was just unbelievable yesterday, they said, Devontae Smith. Just unbelievable. Unreal the way he was playing. Dallas Goddard opened a lot of eyes too, as did Landon Dickerson. Um, I'll tell you this. What was a little bit shocking was was how the Cleveland Browns moved the Eagle D-line off the line of scrimmage. Browns had success running the ball against the Eagles. That's your boy Gannon. How in the world do you have success running the ball with 700 pounds in the middle? Try to explain that one to me. I think this Jonathan Gannon coach sucks. No one in Philly will say it. I'm saying it. I have no faith in him. I think he has a soft mentality. I think he has a soft approach. I think Jonathan Gannon with that bend but don't break defense doesn't belong in Philly. Jim Swartz, Bud Carson, Jim Johnson, Buddy Ryan, Chuck Bednarik, Seth Joyner, Reggie White, Jerome Brown, and Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon is like a school teacher to those guys. Those guys are like metal workers. Aggressive. Jonathan Gannon's a school teacher. Guy's a bookworm. And you're going to try to tell me he's going to put an aggressive style defense together. Does that guy, and has he shown you in any way that he's an aggressive? And don't give me that crap. By the way, I think you should be more aggressive when you have less talent. No, let's bend, but don't break. And that's why you were killed against every single quarterback that mattered. By the way, Jonathan Gannon's defenses against all the elite quarterbacks that they played last year was pathetic. And that's a kind word. What coordinator do you know that keeps his job that quarterbacks have 80% completion percentage or 90% completion percentage and they keep their job? I mean, really? Derek Carr was playing nine on seven. Justin Herbert, 80%. 
Derek Carr was like 90%. Joseph, I mean, nothing personal, but this guy needs to be working over at the Library of Congress putting books on shelves, not putting defensive backs and people in position to try to kill wide receivers, figuratively. Guy, man, I mean, bro, bend but don't break. Well, we had to play that way because we don't have talent. Well, bro, maybe you're the guy. Man. I, I I I get Ben, but don't break. And I guess that's also hey, I gotta remember this too. Harder to play, and I'll give get watch this. I'll even come off the ledge a little with him and say it's harder to play defense today. I'll give I'll give you that. So they got knocked off the ball a bit against the Browns. That's what I was told. The offensive line kind of handled them. Unacceptable. Get in the gaps. Play that stupid-ass two technique. You're going to go nowhere with it. Play a three, one, five, and seven. Get up the field. Create a second line of scrimmage. Sitting there two-gapping. Because you think you have an outstanding linebacking court. They're good. They're not outstanding. Here, watch this. Your front line is outstanding, I think. I think your linebackers are very good. I think your quarterbacks are good. I don't think much of your safeties. That's a hole in your defense. You better not let any elite quarterback like Aaron Rodgers have the middle of the field open. He'll torch you. And if Gannon's playing Ben but don't break, Aaron Rodgers will have a career day versus the Eagle defense. That guy, Kirk Cousins, in week two, Ben, but don't break with Justin Jefferson and Thielen running across the middle and that tight end they have, they'll destroy that secondary. You know what I'm how I'm playing cousins? I'm pressuring that guy. It's on Monday night. This guy kind of folds his tent and his chair on lawn chair on Monday nights, right? Well, shit, play into that. Go after his ass. Hit him. Hit the dude. Hit him late. I'll take a 15 yarder if you. Hit the dude. Marcus Epps. I act, dude, when you're talking about Marcus Epps, like he's like Cam Chancellor. You got a problem. If he's your best option, and by the way, I, I like the kid. I do. I like the kid. Yeah, and you know what Jim Schwartz is now, Mr. International? Guess where he is? He's a consultant for the Tennessee Titans defense and Mike Vrabel. (laughs) No coincidence, they're good on defense there. Yeah, I agree. Jim Schwartz was the defensive coordinator. They need a more experienced D coordinator. And he don't have to be an old fart. Give me somebody with an aggressive mentality. Give me somebody to, hey, I'll tell you who, hey, you guys will hate this. I probably shouldn't say this. Because I think it would kind of tell you kind of the guy I am a little bit. You would never go for this. 
I called Greg Williams up. Hey, Greg. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if Greg Williams probably has he, – he probably can't. Vic Fangio is probably the best choice to bring him in. But I would I, – hey, man, can you imagine? Hey, Greg Williams is not a new defensive coordinator. He's a new DC of um, the Eagles. Man, that would strike fear in teams alone, knowing that you had that guy as your defensive coordinator, wouldn't it? But see, you can't have him because he undermined the coaching staff and Hugh Jackson in Cleveland, and he'd be doing the same thing with Sirianni. He's not trustworthy. So you really can't bring in Greg Williams. He's not a trustworthy coach. He'd be talking behind the coach's back like he did in Cleveland, and that wouldn't go over well with Howie. They'd fire him in two weeks. It'd be great to have him, though, but – Mike Zimmer would Mike Zimmer's got a job though, dude. He's now at Jackson State with uh Dion. Deion Sanders has to get a job one day, in my opinion, at a big program. Look at that coaching staff he has down there now. That guy is gonna be an absolutely great, 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 great head coach at places like Tennessee or somebody. Shit, man, I'd hire him for Florida State. Smile says Sills likes every derelict in the NFL. Watson, Hunt, now Greg Williams. I didn't say I liked him. I said I liked his style of play. And by the way, remember something, Smile? We're not going for man of the year here. Trying to win games. Yeah, hey, I would say this. Jackson State's got a hell of a defensive coordinator. The guy was just a head football coach. of. And by the way, Mike Zimmer's got a winning record in the NFL as a head coach. And you somehow coerced him into being the defensive coordinator at Jackson State? That's pretty impressive, Dion. <laughs> Xander goes like this, just so you know, smile. Xander goes, I like Daryl. Yeah, the reason you like derelicts is because you are one too. Could be some truth to this. Betty, it's a joke. It's a joke. Okay. It's a joke. Okay. Ugh. Thanks, Xander. I'll have to answer to that later. <laughs> I don't think Gannon is good enough to draw up a scheme. To- That's my problem, Ronald. All right. Let me let me get to what I want to see on Sunday. It kind of what we're talking about now. Offensively. I, I, I want to see how they're going to use their wide receiver personnel. And you know what's going to suck about this? What we see on Sunday, it's not going to resemble anything we're going to see against Detroit because would we not agree? Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts are polar opposites in ability. There's two different styles. One's a passer, and the other guy relies on his athleticism. Once he's almost a pure passer, he's not. So it's like a different approach. So I'm going to see how they're going to run the ball with a passer. Because if they're really going to start the season out throwing the ball, like Ed Kratz this morning said on Birds 365, this is going to be kind of something that we may get a good look at when it comes to how they're going to approach the Lions. Is it going to be 60-40? Is it going to be 
40-60, run the pass. How, how are they going to try to move the sticks? These guys are pretty smart. They're bookworms. Nick Sirianni and Gannon and Shane Steichen. These guys are all bookworms. So they're going to know this. They're not stupid. By the way, one thing I'll say about this young coaching staff, they're not dumb. They go analytics. They work with the front office. These guys know pretty much how to, and I'll tell you what, they're pretty insightful. So they're going to know that. Remember this, the Lions, what are the Lions doing right now, folks? The Lions are looking for any kind of trends that they could, because you know what? You share practice film too. You know the line, you know the um the Browns and the Eagles, don't you'll share practice film. Every league team has has ability to get that. Everything is transparent. Okay? There, there there's you can request. So what you're going to try to do is you're going to you're you're going to try to f- figure out a trend chart. And They've been very vanilla, especially on the... Now, you're hoping that that's what Gannon is doing. He's being very vanilla like that because Dan Campbell and them dudes, they're looking for tendencies. Here, I'll give you, here, I'll give you what a team does on building a tendency chart. I helped build some of these. A tendency chart is this. They're going to take last year's Lions game Okay, they'll break that down to situational play calling for a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator. Now there's new personnel, but remember something when it comes to coordinators. A coordinator, he has a personality that's built into how he play calls. That's why some guys like this, Andy Reid and Doug Peterson, they can have the same playbook but get completely different results. Why? One has a better feel for the game. And so what you're going to do is you're going to take last year's Lions game and the last three games of the regular season last year that mattered. You're not going to take that Cowboy game because the um, Eagles put the JV in then. You're going to take some of your scrimmages and your exhibition games, and you're going to put all of that together, and you're going to have some quality control dude all first and all first and do you know how they used to do it? There used to be trash cans in the old days. First and 10, first and 10, first and 10, first and 10. And you would clip them out of the old projectors and you would drop first and 10 in a trash can, second and 10. You would drop them in another trash can, third and 10. Second and eight, you would drop them in another one. And then you know what you would do? You would take them and put them all together, and then you would have a card at the top of all of these, and you would build this card up, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you'd have all these cards, ten of them, and you would go, I need second and eight, and you would put your pen in it, the rest of them would fall in the trash can, and you'd have all the second and eight plays from what I just told you. Last year's game? your exhibition games, and your last three football games that mattered last year. And what you would do is put them in a projector and watch all the second and eights, formations, tendencies, that they go from a brown set 
What did they do on the right hash or left hash? And he would start to put a chart together, and that's what the quality control guy does. Then what he does is he goes to the defensive coordinator and it gives the defensive coordinator, here are the tendencies on first and second, second and eight, third and nine. This is what they like to do when they're middle of the field. This is what they like to do on their own 20. This is like what they like to do going in on the red zone place. And so you put a game plan together, and what you'll do is you'll take all of that intel out and you'll put their top 25 plays together. I used to get, I used to get a game plan. But I also used to get a tendency book. And when you go to work on Wednesday, because Tuesday's player's day off, you would go in and they would give you the tendency book and also your game plan. This is what we want to do against the Lions. We want to keep them on 315 yards in total offense. We want to keep them under 20 first downs. We want to keep them under 101 yards rushing. We don't want to give up any plus 25 plays. You want to create two fumbles. And so those were your those were your goals that you wanted to have. And you put them on a chalkboard and you had them in your book. And you would look and see. So when you were out there and you saw a team and the Lions line up in a far set or a brown set or a brown set on the right hash, you would know their tendency was a run power tray. And you hear the linebacker behind you, power tray, power tray. And that means you would slide a little bit on your technique. You could cheat a little more. So all of these things go into a game plan, okay? And certain guys have feels for this. So that's why when I see, and that's why, you know, and I hear everyone hoping, Gannon, like they're hoping that Jalen is going to be successful. I got more confidence in Jalen Hurts being successful this year than I do Jonathan Gannon being successful. Because Jalen at least has an attitude to want to be great. Do you know what Jonathan Gannon's attitude is? Let's bend, but don't break. That's not a winning formula. That's, that's a human characteristic he has. I would never want to get into a fist fight with someone that said this. Well, let me just box the guy. I'm going to try to knock your teeth out. I hate that mentality. I don't ever want to be coached by a guy that says this. Let's get out there and do our best. That's what Ben but don't break sounds to me. Doesn't it sound like that to you? Ben but don't break sounds like this. Let's go out there and try to do our best. <laughs> Dude, shut the Shut up. Do my best. I want to kill this guy. If I get a clean shot on that quarterback, I'm taking a 15-yarder. I'm going to put that guy's ass in the ground. And you could plant your flowers, Nick, somewhere else. I'm going to take that dude's ass out. But Sirianni's got this. Yeah, ben, but don't break. He'd get my ass for hitting the quarterback, too. Buddy would give me a medal. Right? Buddy Ryan's passing out medals. Gannon's passing out fines. Eh. <laughs> Joseph, hey, Sills, great show. Suck less than usual. Cody, hey, you know, Cody, I probably should have got into it, man, because, hey, Cody, check this out. If you could beat Jonathan Gannon and make the kind of money that these coaches make today, I picked the wrong profession because you don't have to be a really good coach today to make a shitload of money. Ask Lane Kiffin. 
Lane's Lane Lane got a, Lane. Hey, after eighteen jobs, he finally got better. I think Lane's a good coach today. I do. I think Lane's a good coach today. I do. Hey, Sills, you could train me to be a great wideout. Yeah, high school. <laughs> be a great NFL wideout? Yeah, I think you got to have ability, dog. You coach – hey, remember this. You can't coach someone to be great. They have to have great ability. Coaching, you coach great ability in the NFL. That's what – hey, well, let me here. Let me coach this guy here, and he'll be a great player. Eh, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. The guys that make it in the NFL, you coach great ability. That's why those guys are all there. I kind of – I kind of got the feeling that we might be a pretty good defense in spite. No, you're going to – hey, Roland. The bend but don't break is going to win games, but you're going to give up a shitload of talk. You're going to give up a shitload of yards. Dropping Hassan Reddick into coverage. That's all I needed to hear. I better not see that, man. I'll scream, and so will Seth. <sighs> Oh, I love Jeff Stoutland. What a great coach. What a great, great coach. Oh. Hey, your shirt inside out is kill. It's religious, dude. Okay. All right. It reminds me to get in touch with my inner self. If you must know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I probably shouldn't have went there. You probably was way too much more information than you needed to know. It's all good. Ronald, it does give off a weak impression. And JK. <laughs> uh, next guy I bring up the shirt is getting kicked. <laughs> oh, God. Joseph, hey, everyone, you make sure you guys – have yourself a great, great, great weekend. And God bless everybody. You guys were really awesome this week. We so appreciate it. We got a boatload of people. We're getting closer and closer every day. It just TikToks away to get into September 11th, huh? Can't wait for the start of the season. A lot of football over the weekend. My television will be on the NFL Network everywhere. So you guys, make sure you have yourself a great weekend. We will see you Monday. God bless to everybody. Xander, great stuff as always. We will see you 3 to 6 Eastern on Monday, and have a great weekend. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.